Holden, Colorado LTZ. Now with MyLink and built-in apps like Bringo SatNav. This is Triple M's Summer Breakfast with Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney. And Ed Cavalier. Yes, good morning. It is Triple M's uh, Summer Breakfast. We're here till Christmas. We're going right the way through. A lot of people take it off work, Lawrence, Moon Man Moody, but we're still here. We're going on. Right through on. to when you say right through to Christmas, most people will be winding up on Friday the twentieth. No, I'd say that's it. Sticks, nope. Stumps, whatever. Yes, is it that sticks? Is it? What's it's that? stumps. <laughs> uh, no, no moon. No uh, Christmas Eve, midnight. Christmas Eve. Yeah, eleven fifty nine. That's when. That's when we stop. Right. So get ready for a marathon. So what happens on the M's on Christmas Day? Just uh, Rosie, or? you're the resident M's expert. What oh, happens? Santa will probably drop by and yep. a lot of music. A lot of music, a lot of... I hope there's a carol or two. Oh, that'd I hope, be nice. Away in a manger. That'd be lovely. Mm. The Living End could uh, quickly record that. That would really <laughs> help us out. Uh, good show today. The Pill for Men. Mm. Mm. Bit of some of that. Lawrence's Beauty Secret. Uh, I guess it, Lawrence is how old, Rosie? He told us yesterday. 47 or 8. eight. I'm 48. Doesn't look it. Safe to say? I've got a beauty secret. He's got a beauty secret. Which I have cr- got a beauty secret. I know you do, and I'm very much looking I've forward to it. I've got good skin. We're going to find out what the uh, the English cricketers were doing out and about Adelaide till all hours. Don't they know that there's a test match on? But it, how'd you go yesterday, Loss? Sorry, I forgot to ask you. First well, time you've done breakfast radio in a number of years. How did mm, you cope? You did I, two hours in the morning. I went home for a little nap-nap. Yep. Yep. Uh, so I was in bed by about 12.30, and yep. I had a three-hour nap. And my wife and child let me go through. So you did two hours of work and you did a three-hour nap. Three-hour nap. And the thing is, when I got up, I felt like a little child too because I was a bit ratty when I got up. Oh, yeah. A bit disorientated. A bit bit angry. A bit thirsty. Yeah, a bit pants were full. (laughs) Do you know what? Um, And this is all day yesterday, Rosie. I was walking along the street and people were coming up to me saying, I tell you what, they said, Ed, Ed, I loved you in Wicked. I said, that's Rob Mills. Leave me alone. And then they said... I think that yesterday was fantastic, but it's not you that we like, and it's this new guy. It's this new hot young thing that you've found. Where did you find Lawrence Moon Man Mooney? Right. No one knows who I am. No one's ever We're, heard no of you. No one's ever heard of me. No ever heard of you. I had a photograph, and people still didn't know who you I've were. I've been doing this for a long time. But Just talking for cash and food, and uh, no one knows who I am. Tell you what, though. The station's listening. I got in this morning, Rosie, and they, were, and they had this promo logged. He's the new sound in FM radio that's got the whole country talking. Lawrence Mooney. You're thinking, what what word does Flume remind me of? Maybe it's spume. He's not afraid to tell it like it is. <laughs> you know what, rugby league? Sort your life out. <laughs> really and truly. Once and for all. He knows what he is. I'm no. creepy. <laughs> Here's what people are saying about comic legend Lawrence Moon Man Mooney. He scares me. Who? I don't know who he is. He's awful. Is she that fat bloke with the golf course with the dinosaurs on it? He's all new. <laughs> and he's here for summer breakfast on Triple M. And I'm sorry to everyone I've let down. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Man fever has hit the airwaves. That is, that's the greatest highlights package ever in my life. I've never had a show really before. Get so. yourself a t-shirt. The Moon Man is coming. And so stay right there. We're going to come back, uh, Moon, because you're going to admit to something which I think a lot of people around the nation can uh, be a part of. Mm. You're paying I've let myself money. down. Yeah, you're paying money for, for a service. For nothing. That you ain't getting any of. We're going to catch up with a uh, Channel 9 cricket commentator ahead of the uh, Adelaide Test in just a little while, uh, Moon Man. Lots to be said there. So you, my young, my, well, my young friend, nah, that's not accurate. My mm. healthy looking friend. That's accurate. 
I fell off the I fell off the wagon. Is what uh, the fitness wagon? Yeah, I was. I had a good routine. Yeah. I had signed up with a personal trainer from October last year. What were your goals? My goals were to drop a few kilos, mm-hmm. but to get rid of my belly, to you're... burn a bit of fat. Okay. So I, I tend to develop a belly mm. before anything else. Yeah, that's where it starts for you. It starts with me. And, you know, I haven't got bad muscle definition. No, you've got nice shoulders and, mm. and, and, and good good arms. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to also, um, I'm going to get personal here. I wanted to work the flat spot off the buttock. You know, underneath yeah. where you where your buttock gets to be a bit flat? No. Yeah, where, where well, it meets your leg? Yeah. That, that, I oh, wanted, so you I wanted to put a bit some of curve, curve back in your rump? Yeah. So I wanted to build up my buttocks, wow. which is good. You can feel them. They're, they're good okay. buttocks. So the glutes are going well. Yeah, the glutes, yeah. For, the, for those of you listening, that was the sound of Lawrence smacking himself. Anyway, we moved house. Uh, so I moved away from trainer. my gym and I moved away from my... Yeah, I, I ran away with my personal trainer and left my wife. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, you moved away. And, from... and we're really working the glutes. Um, anyway, no, I moved. Uh, I, we moved house in July this year, and I moved away from the gym and away from my personal trainer. And I thought, I'm I'm on a roll now. I'm going to go to a new gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got a membership. And it was Signed a good up. deal. Signed up. No, I don't want to do the monthly uh, debit. No. I wanted to pay up front 800 bucks For how long? For 13 months. Oh, for the, yeah, they added a month. month. Oh, yeah. One free month. Plus mm. two 45-minute um, personal training sessions up front. Fantastic. It's an introductory offer to get you yep. hooked. So, so move on to a new I've trainer. still got those up my sleeve because I haven't been to that gym apart from the time I signed the contract. Seriously. How, how long ago was that? That was July. And they have got 800 of my dollars and I've never You've never set foot in the place step. again. No. Do you go past it on your way anywhere? I see it, and now there's a degree of shame. I think if I do, you know, put my little yeah, they'll be barcode, looks, they'll yeah. just go, what? Hey, flat ass, what are yeah. you doing here? Oh, f- yeah, look at the guy with the belly and the flat ass. Yeah, yeah. he's got a reverse ass. He's, all of his ass is hanging out the front belly style. Yeah, which happens to blokes. They lose it their does. ass and it just pops out the front. So July last July. year, 800 smackers. Not mm. a moment's training has taken place. No. Do you have gym clothes in your cart? Have you gone? Are no, you that sad? I, I take the dog to the park most mornings okay. and break into a run occasionally. Until when? I'm, well, I, I throw the ball for him and then I chase it with him. And That's uh, not a regime, though. It's not a regime, no. It's a, Can anyone beat that? I want to know. Is Lawrence the only gym one? Gym memberships are a big... You, you, you Mate, know, I see, if the I road to up, hell is paved with good intentions, my friend. Yeah. And gym memberships is one of them. You go, I'm going to do it. I'm going into the gym. And then you walk away from the gym and you can't go back. <laughs> you need a personal trainer, really. And you're ashamed, aren't you? You're too ashamed to walk back in there. I am. Because they know a, you're ashamed. There's a degree of yeah, shame. Yeah, there should be. They know you're ashamed. One triple three five three. Is anyone else there? Who else has got a gym membership? Just not using it. I'll accept yoga. Right. My girlfriend once signed up for we were going to do nine months of yoga. And then not a moment, not a, not a pose was struck. One, triple, three, five, three. Lawrence Moody hasn't been in the gym. He's paid his eight. It's they've the got truth. his 800 bucks. 800 bucks. <laughs> and so I'm six months down now. Yeah, they've got 400 of your dollars. Yeah. So one, triple, three, five, three. Gym memberships. Who's got them? Who just, just nah. Just hasn't been in there if you're not using them. You got a gym membership, Lawrence. You paid eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You signed up in July, and how many times have you been? I've been zero. <laughs> I uh, I've got the contract, and it is till August next oh, year. Oh, it's binding. It's yeah. binding. Sarah, how do you feel about Lawrence? Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Sarah. Oh, that's nice. Now, you're a personal trainer, Sarah. Yes, that's correct. 
correct. And do you, do you think Lawrence is lazy and fat? <laughs> no, I don't. You've no idea how many gyms have members that don't go. So don't be ashamed. It's fine. And can he walk back in there, Sarah? Can he walk back into that gym? Should he wear a gusset? Hey, I would. Should he wear a gusset, Sarah? To hide his, he hoped to hide his gut. Are you talking a girdle? A girdle. Start with, yeah. Okay, a girdle for you. Thank yeah, you. like a man strap. That's a man <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That's encouraging. Hey, Will, you got a gym membership you don't use? Yeah, yeah, man. Same same thing with um, that moon bloke. I, I paid 800 bucks for a year's membership and, and didn't go in the full year. I gave him 800 cash and got a call from him two days before it expired saying, did I want to renew it? Did you go again? No, man. I'm, I'm at a new gym, 365 bucks a year, mate. It's brilliant. You don't feel guilty if you don't go. Yeah, that's, that's what you do. Just keep phoning. We gotta, hey, Will, that's a good idea. Me and Lawrence should open up a gym. It's 100 bucks a year, but you're not allowed to go. That's a good Just buddy. so people feel okay that Just they're so a they member. Feel okay, so they can have the key ring. Cameron, you're a gym member. How often do you go? No, never, mate, never. <laughs> and how, and There's how, a lot of it. And how do you but feel? It's not about Lawrence. It's not about the attendance in my book, mate. It's about the psychology and the positive effect mm. of knowing that I am a member and I can if I ever want to. <laughs> That's right. It feels good and, just and, having it there. Absolutely, and, that, and, and and when it's dinner parties and people are talking up there this and that about their gym, you can you can join the conversation. The other member, they know. <laughs> we've got you a fam- we've got a family yeah. member that claims that she's going to the gym a lot more than she is. It's like come oh. on, uh, we can uh, tell. And, and with the personal trainers, don't worry about it. You'll ever meet a, a more amazing group of happy, sadistic people in your life. They'd love to see you back in there so, so they can get you so they can get you sweating. Ah, oh, thank you, Cameron. You're already starting. You are making him feel better. He's actually looking. He's got a spring yeah. in his step. Hey, Veronica, you and your husband, Hi. how long was the gym membership you got? We got, it was for five years. It was when it was health plan. Oh, five years. And how much was that, Veronica? $1,500, and we used it a couple of times only. And every year we'd say, let's sell the membership. Let's sell the membership right up till the last year. And we never sold it, and it ran out. And uh, have you never been fitter, though, Veronica? Are you Nonetheless, have you very fit at the moment? I am fit. Ne- well, no, but I'm getting... <laughs> you <laughs> lied, Veronica. <laughs> I like that honesty. <laughs> I've Thank- never been back to a gym. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, that's something. Well, thank you, Veronica. Moon, that how do you bad. feel? I feel like there's a lot of people out there deceiving themselves <laughs> and that we've helped them be honest. Because yeah. Veronica, she lied to us. She and then started just, in a lie. Yeah, and she then said, I'm very fit. No, I'm not. About some truth. Yeah. Well, there you but go. But it's very hard to be honest about your own, you know, health and well-being. Yeah, it is. Because you've got to lie to yourself. Otherwise, you'd just curl up in a ball and start crying. <laughs> hey, we've just, um, well, you've, a lot of, you've found a lot of support, Moon, with your $800 gym membership. You got it in July. You've never used it. Rosie, we've had a tweet come through. Yeah, we have at MMM Hot Breakfast is where you can get us. And it's from Schmick. He says, I'm no gym sucker. I bought a bench press off eBay about five years ago. My wife uses it to sort laundry. Yeah, fantastic. What I love about council cleanup, <laughs> all around the country, council cleanup, there's only two items that you see these days. And it's a silver television, a fat back. Yep. And the ab cruncher. And the ab roller pro. Ab roller pro. <laughs> I always, yeah. Whenever I go past, I always think, well, everyone in that house must have sweet abs by now. Yeah. They, they, got, so, they all got a washboard and they went, right, we don't need this thing and anymore. The, and a nice LED on the... And on, a delicious LED. Mm, on the wall. Mm-mm, plasma. Hey, I, um, do you want I do like that, um, the, the gym machine where you go from side to side. That's called the ab swing. The ab swing, because mm. it looks like there's a multitude of uses for it. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, I think you can have some adult fun on the app swing. Do you know what I'm saying? Is this too early? Sorry. <laughs> have you just shut the radio down? No, I haven't. Okay. I'm wanting to hear more. Because that's what I see when I look at the ab swing. I think, man, that's not an exercise machine. It's a sex machine. And that's what people are buying. He danced around it, and then he just jumped right on it. Yeah. And with that, we will speak to you after the news. We're going to be chatting to uh, Mark Nicholas, the great Channel 9 uh, cricket commentator. He's a very good interviewer, not just a great commentator. And I'd love to hear his thoughts on your thoughts about the ab swing. <laughs> Triple M's summer breakfast. Tell you what is serious, and that is the second test which gets underway this Thursday. And where will you be watching that, uh, Lawrence Moonman Mooney? Will you be at the ground or watching it on TV? No, I'll be watching it on TV. Um, I'm not a big one for going to the ground. And you will be hearing the wonderful voice and seeing what can only be described as the very handsome face of one Mark Nicholas from Channel 9 who joins us. Good morning, Mark. Hi, praise, guys. I've got to say, Mark, you are... You're a very uh, good-looking man, and you've got a great head of hair. We're a big, we're a big fan of hair in yes. this we're, we're, studio. We're real hair fans, Mark. And, and, and we, we maintain that oh. if you've got a good head of hair, you, your media career is going to go for a long time. Yeah. Well, there you go. There has to be some reason, some explanation. It's I've just hair. had most of it cut off, guys, to be honest. Oh, so really? So, calm, so calm down about it. We don't want you over Have you, have you donated like it to Warney so he can stick it on his head? <laughs> Oh, well, multicolored. He'd be the skunk. He could go back to the Peterson days and rip into a bit of dark, a bit of blonde, a bit of... Warn his, warn his hair varies a bit. He, he does. He does. He's, a, he's yeah. a fashionable man. He moves with the times. Now, mm. speaking of... I was speaking of KP. Uh, you do sound... I mean, I know it's early in the morning and we appreciate speaking to you. When was the last time you saw KP? Were you at a nightclub with him at four o'clock in the morning uh, this morning, Mark Nicholas? No, I'm still in Sydney. I haven't got to Adelaide yet. So right. I can't be accused of misleading Kevin Peterson, though I think you'll find he'd be the one who did the misleading. Yes, I was thinking that poor old Stuart Broad is just a young lad, you know, trying making his way in the game and doing a good job. Should he be out with KP until 3.30 in the morning on a Sunday night? I think everybody should go out with KP. I oh, think okay. it's an experience not oh, to be missed. Really? Like, the yeah. only parallel would be a night with Warney. Wow, that is... Okay. So there's, okay. a, there's the party vanguard, if you will. Um, I've got to say, Mark, you're a pleasure to listen to. You've got a great knowledge of the game. Uh, and those dulcet tones put me in mind of Henry Blofeld. Do you, have you fashioned yourself on a uh, cricket no. commentator? Henry, no, no, no. I mean, Richie was my hero. Um, yeah. Richie worked in England for many years for the BBC. And, right. And, um, you know, he he was, as I say, he was my hero when I was younger. He, he was my dad's hero as a player. My dad died when I was very young, but I do remember him talking about Richie, and my dad was a poor man's version. He bowled leg spin and gave it a, a fearful smack when he batted, and, and um, you know, he loved playing in that sort of cavalier fashion. And, and then I heard about Richie and watched him on TV and followed him ever since, and then, of course, I worked with him in England and here, and, and he became a friend and a mentor, you know. And even now, we all take reference from Richie, you know. It's, it was sad not having him with us in, in Brisbane, but mm. we kind of like to know that he approves, if you know what I mean. No, absolutely, absolutely. And while speaking of the game, uh, the second test, which uh, Adelaide uh, this Thursday, there's, tr- there's a bit of a report that maybe England are going to think about two spinners with Monty getting a run. Does that, that doesn't seem to be the way they're going to go. It's more likely to be Bresnan, isn't it? I think Bresnan will certainly play. Um, I don't know. The, the way to play Monty would be to, if Matt Pryor was in good nick, he could bat at six yeah. and Bresnan at seven, which is where he often bats. Mm. And then you stick with Broad at eight, Swan nine. 
Anderson 10 and have Panasar 11, and that would give you the five bowlers. But whether or not, given England didn't make, well, I hardly have to tell you, didn't make enough runs no. at the Gabba and actually have not batted with anything like the, the power and intensity mm. that we're used to from them over the last few months, then I would say that they might shore up the batting and maybe Bairstow or Balance will, will bat at six and Monty won't get in the side. But my gut would be actually to have, as I said, you'd have Peterson, Root would go at three, Peterson four, mm. Bell five, then mm. then Pryor six, Bresman seven and get Panasar in because they all say that it's a flat deck, this drop in at Adelaide and you're going to have to bowl a lot of overs for your wickets and and Monty's Monty. got a happy, happy knack of taking wickets when he plays for England, actually. Yeah, yeah. and he's got a good for England, record. He can stay down yeah. there, too, in that bottom order. He can stick at it for a while. Well, he did famously in Cardiff. That's yes, right. Um, by the way, Henry, Bo- Henry Blofeld, uh, he's a bit posher than He's more sort of, my dear old thing. I mean, I, they uh, played awfully well. Yes. <laughs> and they, there's a bus just gone past the window. Doesn't it look oh, divine? Right there, right there. Yes. Right there. And <laughs> I actually interviewed Henry once and uh, asked him about his surname, and his father was was friends with um, the writer of James Bond. Oh, Ian. That's correct. Uh, and that's why Blofeld Fleming. is... Fleming. Um, Ian Fleming. Ian yeah. Fleming wrote Blofeld in that's as the baddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where that's, that's from. Tr- and Henry, I'll tell you something else. Henry was a really good cricketer, you know. He, he, he was a wicketkeeper batsman. And were it not for, I think, polio, but some illness when he was about... 20 years old, he'd have probably gone on to play first-class right. cricket. He might have been the poshest first-class cricketer of all. <laughs> Let's just stick with your gut, Mark, and what do you think is going to happen in Adelaide? What uh, uh, A draw. A draw. I think a hard-fought draw mm. with both teams giving each other nothing. I think this will be a really, you know, a, an old-fashioned test match with both teams desperate to give nothing away at this sort of pivotal stage. Um, and I've just got a feeling... That if the, I mean I haven't seen the pitch, I haven't been down there. I haven't seen what the stands have done to to the arena at large. Sometimes mm. you build stands in cricket grounds and it changes how the ball swings, yeah, and the how the wind, wind affects like it. Yeah, yeah, so before we're sure of all that, but my hunch is that this game might be a draw and that Perth will become a very pivotal match. Well, yes. Well, we, we will be watching every ball and listening to your uh, lovely dulcet tones on Channel 9 from this Thursday. Uh, Mark Nicholas, thank you very much for joining us. Not at all. Great to hear you. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Uh, Cheers, Mark. So it's Triple M Summer Breakfast. We're going to catch up with Bumble, David Lloyd, later in the week as well, which is very exciting. Bumble. Mm. Good. Yeah, all your cricket uh, right here. Nothing says summer like a kangaroo just hopping into the surf. And there's a little photo in the paper today that's really caught your imagination. Yeah. You're giggling away to yourself. I said, what's going on, Ed? And you said, there's a beach kangaroo. It's Skippy the beach, beach kangaroo. kangaroo. I and love he's it. just in the surf there. Yeah, I've had a look online. And you know when they have the rankings of the stories, like what mm. people are reading in the in the news, and you go, oh, okay, it's normally like, oh, Angelina this, Angelina that. Skippy the bush kangaroo, beach kangaroo beach, is absolutely rollicking up the charts I did have a look yesterday, and I noticed that the people of South Australia had covered themselves in glory when the number one story on the uh, advertiser, Adelaide Advertiser website was something about an education revolution. I thought that's fair enough. But number two was, is this the world's tiniest bikini? That's yep. the news. <laughs> that's the real news. <laughs> and the more we hear about it, the better we'll be. Well, I know you've... You know, you can make a tiny bikini. You've got some <laughs> essential parts you've got to cover. Yeah, but apart from that... You can do what you like. You make it out of string. Save the fabric.
Have a look up for it. Have a look for Skippy the Beach Kangaroo. The at, smaller they are, the more expensive they are. That's what I can't figure out about lingerie and And now these and days, I've bikinis. seen bikinis that um, I've, I've, my fiance's had a bikini where she said, oh, I can't wear this in the water. <laughs> what, what, what is it? Is it bejeweled? She said, it, no, it's just, it's too, too good to wear. Yeah, yeah, it's too good to wear into the water. Yeah, and when you do, if you're doing the washing, you've got to put them in that special bag that yeah, the bras the, go in. Yeah. Otherwise, your, your wife or girlfriend, whew, there's no one angrier than someone that bikini is tangled around the agitator. <laughs> what am I talking about? <laughs> He's finally lost it. It's taken two days. In the news today, uh, Lawrence, they're having a go at a fish shop. Yes, uh, a Hollywood giant is trying to crush the little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fish and chip shop has gone with, I think, a creative name called Frying Nemo. Mm. They've got the picture up there, so there's probably a bit of intellectual property being yeah, they abused. Did, they don't own that. Yeah, absolutely not. Mm. But also, isn't it saying to kids as they drive past, Mummy, can we go in and see Nemo? You don't know. Young youngster, you don't want to see him at the moment. Right, because he's going to be deep fried. Yeah, that's not very nice. And maybe it's, you know, it's not the best Food option, but uh, I do like a shop pun. Ah, now the best one, the best fish and chip shop I've ever seen, pun wise, was a mm. fish and chip shop called Assault and Battery. Oh. Right, that's good. Come on, I saw a pie shop called Pie Minister. That's good. <laughs> that's that is good. pretty good and classy. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> pie <laughs> Minister is good. News shortly. The pill for bed. Oh, we are going to be catching up with Clive Palmer before nine o'clock as well. That's been Clive. looking at my producers. They are nodding. They're nodding. Good. Yeah. We're going to be chatting to the new member for Fairfax. Clive are we Palmer. luring him in yeah. here with a, a glazed donut? How are we getting Clive? No food gags. Right. He's a serious member of Parliament, okay. and just because he's building giant dinosaurs on a golf course doesn't mean that you can make fun of him. Sure. Okay. But how are we luring him in here with a burrito? Yeah, that's enough of that. Okay. Some breakfast. Sorry, Clive. What we, we just had for breakfast was some chocolates that somebody <laughs> sent in. Somebody's done. Is that, is that the right thing no, to do this Rosie, time of year? Somebody's done nobody any service by sending in what was it? A bucket full of lint. Yes. Mm. Um, some lint mint balls. Yeah. Some yeah. chocolate stars. Yeah. And a rebadged bunny pretending to be oh, a reindeer. reindeer. I'm yeah. going to tweet this photo. Don't you, you send it out because Rosie's very upset at the rebadged. Just putting antlers on the foil <laughs> does not. A reindeer, reindeer make. Well, it, how did it taste though, Moon? You got through a couple. It was good, yeah. It's She's good chocolate. Breakfast chocolate. Mm, breakfast chocolate, though, it's, you know, the build-up to Christmas. You can put all dietary requirements aside, can't you? <laughs> I, I thought it was only Christmas Day that that was no, allowed. Was, I'll be having a, a sweet sherry uh, before, <laughs> before 8.30. Is that right? Okay. <laughs> and, then you're, and then your customary beer at 9am. Yeah, that's right. Then that gets going. Hey, um, I wanna, we, guys, we need to talk about the, um, the male pill. Looks like it might be a reality. So who's in charge of contraception in your relationship, Ed? Are you in charge of it or is uh, Tiff in charge no, of it? No, it's just our Lord and Saviour Jesus, whatever he <laughs> deems appropriate. Oh, really? So it's just <laughs> rolling the dice? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a group keeping it by that most of her family will be listening. It's a, it's a, it's a complete abstinence. That's right. what we're practising. Okay. Uh, <laughs> complete and utter abstinence from the day we met my, until the day of our 10th wedding anniversary. My wife's always been in charge of it because we're not big condom people down at uh, Shea Mooney. Sorry, is that too early? So, come on, is this an adult conversation? This is the end. It's, it's not a phrase that, that I'm familiar with. <laughs> what are you then if you're not that? A big 
Well, considering a... what you've already said about the ab swing, which we can't repeat, <laughs> that can't be repeated in this time slot, let alone the one you Well, what I'm up. saying is my wife takes responsibility for the contraception. Great. So by she... refusing me any conjugal visits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One triple three five three men of Australia. Would you take it? Would you take the male pill? They're saying it's safe. They're saying it's it's on its way, that it's coming along. They're saying that it stops the little swimmers in their tracks. But it's working on male mice, poor things. But the thing is, when they say it's safe, yeah. what if it isn't? What happens then? Do you, yeah, but do, that's like anything. Yeah, but what happens to you? Because men are very sensitive about... Well, we don't know. It, what defines us could go all wrong. <laughs> then then what are we that. left with? Yeah. One, triple, three, five, three. Would you take the male pill? I would. I'll just say that. Duncan Starr's in the paper. He's 28, and he says, I would try it, but I probably wouldn't trust myself to remember. But would, That seems to be a lot of... Rosie's nodding. That but seems also to be a the lot women, of what we're hearing. Would you trust that a man has taken his pill? Not always. No. Not always. Well, yeah, actually... That's crucial. The, it, it, cut, <laughs> it cuts the other way, too. I, there's been a lot of forgetful women over the years who have wanted to have a baby mm. and just gone, oh. How did that happen? Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> One, triple, three, five, three. The male pill. Men, would you take it? And women, Maybe would you trust your bloke? Maybe, would you trust your bloke if he said, yeah, nah, I'm taking it. Let's get a cot just in case. See what happens. <laughs> Question is, would you take the male pill? Apparently, Moon, uh, science is hurtling along. Uh, male mice, 100% infertile after the proteins were deleted from them. So it's obviously on its way. I'm saying I would take it. You're saying, well, it's too late for you. You've got a number of children. I've got two children. But if you wanted men to take it, mm. you put a simple incentive in there. What is? The, it's not only contraceptive. It'll make your genitals bigger. Bang. <laughs> you would never miss a day. Amazing. Oh, we asked on Facebook. Scott, he reckons he's about to have his third. Yeah, he's on board. Andrea Stanley is what I call, uh, well, what would I say? She's a, a naysayer. As if any intelligent woman would believe that a man said, oh, it's okay, I'm on the pill. Now, that's just... Maybe true. All right, Kieran. Yo. What do you reckon, buddy? Going to take the Ab- male pill? Absolutely. I mean, I think contraception is one of those things that should be taken seriously by both parties. Can you be trusted to take it every day, Kieran? Hell yes. Do you do anything yeah. at the moment every day? Is there anything you do every day at the moment? Go to work. Do you go to show <laughs> up every day, Kieran? I do show up every day. No, I, I think it's... I think it's one of those things that look, women have had held the responsibility of looking after the contraceptive for so many years. Yep. Why, why not make it the men's responsibility yeah. for a little while? Why, why, why can't they just have a break? Yeah, fair enough, Kieran. There's it's a very good pill. reason why women have taken the responsibility, and that is they're responsible. <laughs> Graham, <laughs> would you take the male pill? Hello. Hey, mate. Graham, would you take the pill, buddy? I wouldn't, I'd say no on that behalf, just for the odd one out. Now, why is it? Well, you couldn't remember to do it. You're too afraid of what it might do to you. What, what's the matter? Uh, well, you never know. The, you never know these side effects. You know, you see what I'm saying. If it was mm. privately factored to that, um, that males could actually generate the pill and take the pill, mm. and not have any sort of side effects towards it. But the yeah, female great. pill has side effects, doesn't it? It's got some side effects. People, girls who I've known on the pill, Rosie, I don't say. Well, anything that is synthetic and yeah. mm. mucks up with your hormones probably isn't a good idea to be on all the time. It's got some sort of thing going on. All right, Melissa. Hi. Now, could you trust your partner to take the pill, do you think? No, not at all. He can't even remember to put the rubbish out on a Friday, so yep. no. And so there you go. <laughs> right. That's a no. That's not, that's not an endorsement from Melissa. All right, Lee. What do you reckon, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Hey, good. We're, yeah, we're good, very mate, well. Good. What do you reckon, man? 
Uh, look, I, I, I totally agree with Kieran um, that, you know, the, the females have been in control of the contraception for, for so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, and why would... Uh, why wouldn't women trust guys to 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 just take the pill? You know, like it's time for us to step up. Lee, that's what I, Lee reckons. That's the thing we could. And you know what, Lee? Because you can always trust what a man tells you just before things are about to get intimate. Isn't yeah, that, well, that's yeah, that's exactly right. Every and girl what, will tell you that, won't they, Rosie? There's ne- men are never more trustworthy solid, than ironclad. when they're really <laughs> trying. Yep. To get intimate. Perfect time to that's, talk about mm, that sort of thing. That's when yeah. they're at their most honest. honest yeah. <laughs> most, the most long-term planning is taking oh, yeah. place in our minds. Yeah. Not compulsive at all, Lawrence. I actually just stopped thinking because I'd put myself physically in that position and my brain just went blank. That'll do it. Because you have got <laughs> one objective. Triple F. I forgot all words then. <laughs> Triple F, supper breakfast. If you don't know Lawrence Moonman Mooney, actually, you know what, Rose? We should tweet out a photo of Moon's face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so we could see. You are, if he is 40, he's in his 40s, and he looks fantastic. Late 40s, I reckon. Late, late 40s, 48. And we're going to have a, his beauty secret after 8.30 because he does look. Rose, how would you describe his face? Handsome. Oh, oh. yeah. You have to say that. <laughs> It, it, there was there was a degree of Truth. sincerity in your voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I had the hots for you, Moon Man. Oh, oh yeah, Rosie. Finally, bang the Moon Man, uh, and he is taking the male pill too. I'll put you on the worst case scenario list, Rosie. And my I, no, <laughs> that sounds my, exciting. That's, well, what is that? Well, What's that I'll list? tell you, it's a it's the worst case scenario in case your wife dies. You've got to move on. You you know you've got to move on. It's a positive list. It's a positive, yeah. Good on you, Rose. Yeah. Well done. Sweet. Smile for the camera, man. So you're on. Hey. No, um, I'm not a camera. I'm no, Ed. it's over here. Yeah, there, there it you is. Go. Have a look at that MMM hot breakfast because his beauty secret's coming up uh, shortly. Hey, but when we come back, the new member for Fairfax in federal parliament, Clive Palmer, is going to be joining us. It's very exciting. Yesterday, historic day in parliament, uh, Clive Palmer got up and made his maiden speech in the house and... Uh, we are joined by Clive this morning. Hello, hello, Clive. Oh yes, good morning. Uh, very nice to be with you this morning. Uh, it was a, an historic day. How yeah. was it for you? Uh, it was unbelievable. It was a very, it was the, one of the busiest days of my life. Uh, I got up very early and had pre-breakfast. Uh, then I had obviously I had breakfast after that, and then I barely had time for my post-breakfast snack before I had to be at Parliament uh, to take my seat. Obviously, it was uh, it was a historic day. It was a, a monumentous day. I had a Snickers in one pocket, the Mars bar in the other. Joe Hockey tried to grab both of them. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Uh, Joe's actually dropped a few kilos. But there you are in the house. It must be a bit, bit intimidating. Was it was it a big moment for you? Uh, it was absolutely massive. I can honestly say that Parliament House is one of the most inspiring places I've ever been because uh, you had free lunch and it was pasta day yesterday they had a lovely marinara I had some of that there was a roast chicken I made short work of that uh, then me and Bronwyn Bishop got in a fight over some garlic bread which is a number which is a wonderful political stout and I know that Bronwyn and I will be fighting over uh, many a garlic stick in the years to come you, uh, you obviously like your food Clive but what about the speech tell uh, us yeah. about that what, yeah. uh, what yeah. did you say yeah, I did a speech uh, in, in my seat uh, at Parliament House and uh, after the speech uh, people were saying it was the best speech they'd ever heard in their entire life really yes 
Well, that's very good. That's good stuff, Clive. I said that. Now, listen, could you stop talking about food, please? Could you, you keep bringing up food? Okay. I'm trying to talk about the issues. Actually, who are you? Who am I speaking with listen, here? Who I'm, is this? I'm Lawrence Mooney. I'm a comedian, Clive. Lawrence, but... Lawrence what? Lawrence Mooney? Oh, Lawrence... oh, hang on a second. Are you the bloke that did the voiceover for Bryn Edelston's Bedazzled Life? Is that you? That's, that's actually correct, Clive. You're well, a... I, could, I could categorically say that was the worst television program I've ever seen in my life. And I remember Celebrity dog school. This is just, have you ever done anything else? I mean, what are your parliamentary credentials as such, Lawrence Moody? Oh, well, I... I, I, Have you built a dinosaur? I have. I've built a dinosaur at a golf course. Do you have a billion dollars? I've got a billion dollars. I've got two billion dollars. Why won't Miranda Kerr go out with me? She's into portly billionaires. I'm as portly as it gets, and I'm richer than that other bloke, I'm fairly sure. How are you finding the stairs in and out of the house? Oh, there's two stairs there, but luckily they've got a Joe Hockey lift, which I take. Uh, I sort of, they're having it widened for me, but it is good. Listen, I've got to go. I've got important issues. Would you like to know about one of my policies? Yes, please, Clive. I would too. So if you could just fax me what they are, that would really help me out. Anyway, I've got, I've got to go, Moody. You're insulting me. I'm a member of Parliament. I don't have to sit here and listen to this. Well, it's been very nice talking to Clive, and thanks for joining us on Summer Breakfast here at Triple M. There he goes, Clive Palmer. One of the biggest members you'll ever see. <laughs> Clive Palmer, who was on the show uh, a moment ago, mm. claimed that you were the voiceover person for a certain television show. We do need to deal with that before uh, 9 o'clock. Shocking revelations there, but we can no longer wait. You can see his uh, gorgeous face at MMM Hot Breakfast. He's also the host of a wonderful show called Dirty Laundry Live on your ABC2. So he gets around a bit, does Lawrence Moonman Mooney, but safe to say you are 48 years old. I am. Rosie described you earlier on as being handsome, Mm -hmm. to which you replied, Thanks. Um, (laughs) No, I put her on the uh, worst case scenario list. Yeah. Which every man has got. If there's a man next to you now and you ask him, Have you got a worst case scenario list? So the worst case scenario being that your current wife uh, dies, dies but you have to move on. And you've got to move on. Yeah. And so Um, Rosie's on yours, which is a wonderful compliment. Yeah, absolutely. And is um, is Lawrence on yours, Rose, if if something was to happen to your boyfriend? Sure. Yeah, why not? It's reciprocal. (laughs) Hey. Now, uh, I've been going through a bit of a phase, and I don't want to blow my own trumpet. I'm a modest man of humble means, but... (laughs) Uh, people have been saying of recent times, yeah. you're looking good. You do look fantastic. What are you doing? It's ridiculous. You're, you're looking good. Because your skin's fantastic. And so I started to think about what has changed. Now, nothing diet-wise, diet and as we talked about earlier in the day, uh, I'm not going to the gym. No. Have you had a chemical peel? No, I haven't had a chemical peel. <laughs> and you've got a, a face full of Botox. No. I, 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 I can't Botox because I've got too many lines and it would just become... Really apparent. Kind of ridiculous. My beauty secret is the only thing that has changed in my world. This is big. This is big because you look really quite nice. <laughs> you are going to berate me for the fool that I am. I've started smoking again. <laughs> oh my and God. I reckon that it's actually having a positive oh, effect come on. on my appearance. No. I think it's working for me. Hang on. So you're saying you look younger now that you're back on the, on the darts. On the darts, yeah. Maybe. I think they're there's taking, something. They're taking years I'm, off your life, off your age But, but and making your life. me look more ruggedly handsome. The smoke is somehow affecting my skin in a positive way. Because your eyes are so bright, but your teeth. Your teeth look nice. Everyone, not too yellow. every conspiracy theorist out there now will think that I'm viral marketing for the tobacco industry, but I'm not. Why are you working for Philip Morris, whatever and, they're called? <laughs> I will declare all conflicts. I'm not. How in, many? All right, in so the pay. in this beauty regime, yep. How many does? How many darts per day in the regime? Two darts a day. 
So it's a two-darted day. A couple of glasses of wine, first dart, and then maybe a dart, you know, to finish the night. So it's a two-dart system. And uh, right, one and triple, it starts during the... the no, enough the, out of you. One triple three five three. What do we think of Lawrence Moody's beauty secret? Smoking. <laughs> Smoking. Am I sending the wrong message to people out there? Yes. <laughs> Quite frankly, you are. One triple three five three. I wonder if there's something in it, though. It's time to put this <laughs> lunatic in his place. Yes, he looks fantastic. And yes, he looks at it's, least it's the 30. Darts. It's the darts that are doing it for me. One triple three five three. Lawrence Moody's health and beauty <laughs> secret is that he smokes cigarettes. What do you have to say to this man? Could he be right? He's forty eight years old. He looks fantastic. You can see him on tri- uh, MMM Hot Breakfast on the uh, the Twitter there, and he's just told us his beauty secret. It is uh, having a couple of darts every day. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, I had this period where people <laughs> cigarettes. Terrible. A terrible message. Couple of Lawrence Mooney. Now, Dean, what do you want to say to Lawrence Mooney? One, I think it's disgusting, Lawrence, but uh, I think sorry, you're on to something. Oh, what, well, hang on, uh, Dean. What do you mean? Well, my wife, uh, I'm not sure whether you did this, Lawrence, but my wife sneakingly goes out and has a, a smoke, mm. uh, and she does that because she uh, puts on weight when she stops smoking. Oh, I see. So she puts the weight on, and the only get the weight off rather than go for a walk like everybody else. <laughs> Start smoking. Um, she uh, takes up smoking, but does it sneakingly. Yeah. Did you do that, Lawrence? I, I, there is a bit of shame attached to it, uh, well and it is after be. dark. Is yeah. it really? Yeah. By, all by your lonesome, or is your wife involved? Um, my wife's watching me <laughs> pityingly <laughs> through the window, because you've got to go outside. Hey, Jeff, how do you feel about uh, Lawrence Moody's beauty tip? Well, it ain't working for me, mate. I'm on, I've upgraded to about 30 a day because Oof. it's just not working for me. And all it really gets me, all I get from the missus is that stinks. Yeah. yeah, too much of a good thing, though, Jeff. 30 a day is way too much. You're going extreme <laughs> there, Jeff. Yeah. Though it is dart smoking weather. You can go outside. It's, it's nice hot. and warm. It can be very yeah. warm. I guess, yeah, it's, it's getting hotter. Hey, uh, Kim. Yo. What, what do you reckon of the moon man? He's got a beauty tip. It's smoking cigarettes. What do you think of that? Oh, look, uh, Moon Man, I reckon you've got a whole new take on that old saying of live fast, die young, make mm. a good-looking corpse. But he's 48, Kim. I mean, he's sort of stretching that die young uh, kind of uh, oeuvre, isn't he? Oh, uh, look, 40's the new 30 and 50's the new 40, so, you know, we're all young at heart. Yeah, yeah. so I'm a young man. I'm in my prime. No, you, now, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, our, our producer, producer mm. you've just quit. You've just quit. Yeah, the... I don't know what to do with this information because I quit smoking at the start of October. Yeah, good right? work. Very well fifth. done. Very Thank well you. done. Thank you. And I went a good 40 days without a single cigarette. But then the Bachelor finale rolled around. And, what do you do? You know, I had a vino with a girlfriend mm. and I'm going to, I had a cheeky dart. Uh, right? I didn't feel good about it, but I had a cheeky dart. And now? And then now that you've Christmas heard it... drinks. Do you know what I mean? Friday, Friday night, I had a couple of darts. And I, and yeah, you're a smoker. Well, I was a smoker, but, but if you when smoke I quit, cigarettes, Ed, you're a smoker. I know. Well, well, anyway, when I quit, people said to me, "Your skin has never looked so good." Oh, the right. reverse Mooney. The reverse Mooney. And right. then on Friday night, after sucking back a couple of darts on the weekend, I've had a breakout. Can you see on my chin here? Oh, I'm yeah. having I had a breakout. A couple of pimples. So maybe men and women react differently to it, but maybe the message. Maybe is... maybe the the cigarettes have flushed some impurities out, and you know, like some kind <laughs> oh, of internal okay. peel. Oh, okay. They're getting the toxins no. out. Yeah. They're right, pushing okay. the toxins out. No. The nicotine's <laughs> accelerating the detox. Perhaps. No, we need to have a, a strong anti-smoking message here, mm. my friends. This is not... No, you did the right thing in quitting, Sarah. Thank you, Ed. And Moon, 
you can't go around pushing this barrow. I didn't know what this beauty secret was. I was ready for it to be avocado on the face. What's wrong with the old cucumber slices in the eyes when you sleep? Yeah. What happened to that? What about a, a mud pack? Why can't you say something nice the, like that? Did you see this guy wearing a mud pack? I do do a pack occasionally. <laughs> and this is a secret that you don't know about me. I love a pedicure. I go, I go to the girls and have my nails done. It's becoming really common. I yeah. actually see I blokes love when they all the shave time getting your, petties. Your heel. All your crusties. Oh, yeah. yeah. feels Get so good. Get rid of the crust to crust mm. on you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's part yep. of it. Don't I'll look at me, you done. two. You're off in pedicure, man. I'm exactly <laughs> over here feeling sick. Now, earlier we had Clive Palmer, the newly elected member for Fairfax. He was out of breath. On the program. He seemed a little bit breathy, but um, he did say something about you, Lawrence Moon Man, Mooney, was that he accused you of being the voiceover man uh, for the Channel 7 juggernaut that is Bryn Edelston, The Bedazzled Life. Bryn, My Bedazzled Life. Okay. Is that true? That is true. You're the it voiceover is, I was the that? I was the voice of God, if you will, the mm-hmm. uh, all-seeing voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Did you got, hang out with Bryn? You friends with Bryn? I did. Me and Bryn hung out together. We wow. partied together. Me and Jeff Party. and Bryn, yeah, around a, at the apartment. You've been to the apartment? Yeah, with Juddy, the little dog, and um, yeah. Was Jeff Had there? some fancy drinks. Jeff went to bed. What time? Oh, he's early to bed, early to rise, yeah, he's, Jeff. he's a working yeah. man. He's, uh, you know, he keeps it healthy, wealthy, and wise. Hey. And um, she's great, Bryn. She's okay. a really friendly, genuine person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's kind of in a... And strange circumstances, like, you know, she has courted this world of celebrity mm-hmm. and she's under the microscope and she loves the makeup and the mm-hmm. dress up and mm-hmm. that whole red carpet thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, a world for her, but she's kind of a pretty simple girl. I reckon really? she'd be, you know, very happy living in the burbs with a tradie having children, you know, if she had an alternative life, but she loves her life. So are you sort of, it sounds like you're sort of putting yourself up as her worst case scenario. scenario. <laughs> I, um... I've got a, a tradition of, um, as my psychologist told me, Ed, of, of finding birds with broken wings and helping them fly again. Mm. Oh, my Is that too God. much? Are Is you... that too much at five to nine? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Well, there he but is. But there's going to be a second series. <laughs> there is. 2014, a second series of Bryn My Bedazzled Life. And you, is the moon back that on that, board? I hope that that's not under embargo and I'm going to get sued or sacked <laughs> by Channel 7. But it's coming back. We shall soon find out. Uh, Lawrence Moonman uh, Mooney, you've done a great job, and we're hoping to have you back for another part of the uh, summer breakfast. It is the Glenn Robbins experience tomorrow, my good friend. Uh, oh yeah, Glenny will slip in here like a, uh, a hand into a glove. Okay, that's yep. nice. They get uh, the cleanest possible version you went with, and I'm happy. For, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Big thanks you... to Clive Palm for being on the show. Thanks, uh, Mark Clive. Nicholas, Mark Nicholas as well. But there's only one name, uh, Rosie, that the country is talking about. Mm. And when we got in here this morning, already the powers that be at Triple M have started to put together some uh, some promos for who they think is the real star of the summer breakfast. He's the new sound in FM radio that's got the whole country talking. Lawrence Mooney. You're thinking, what, what word does Flume remind me of? Maybe it's spume. He's not afraid to tell it like it is. You know what, rugby league? Sort your life out. <laughs> really and truly. <laughs> Once and for all. He knows what he is. I'm no. creepy. <laughs> Here's what people are saying about comic legend Lawrence Moonman Mooney. He scares me. Who? I don't know who he is. He's awful. Is she that fat bloke with the golf course with the dinosaurs on it? He's all new. And he's here for Summer Breakfast on Triple M. And I'm sorry to everyone I've let down. (laughs) (laughs) Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado. Think Holden.